Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Coleman Weekly. This is for first session, week two, from June 17th to June 23rd. I am your host and podcasting specialist for the summer, Samuel Polay, and let's get into a little recap of the week. So, Holitzim and Kesher both had their big, long trips this week. They were gone starting on Monday. Kesher got back Wednesday. Holitzim got back on Thursday. And while the big kids were away, the rest of camp got to play. We went down to Six Flags Whitewater near Atlanta, went on some water slides. Much fun was had in the sun. It's always a highlight whenever we go to Six Flags, and this year was just like any year. It was a huge success. In addition to that, campouts also started, including the Solim Boys and the Noctioning Boys. The campouts are always a fun way to get out into the wilderness and our camping specialists do a great job making sure that everyone has a very fun and safe time exploring nature. That'll do it for the update. And now let's get into our segments. Boneem is now on week two of their rotations, which means I got some kids that had been to my class before and had already gone through training. So one of my Boneem groups, the Boneem Falcons, they wanted to go talk to at least the campscape specialist to see what's going on in the garden this year. It's time for specialty area highlights. What? Why did you pick to be the specialist of the, um, the campscapes? I chose to be the campscape specialist because I love nature and Judaism and teaching, and I get to do all three here at Camp Coleman in our campscape garden. What do you do as a campscape when your campers are there, are there like on certain days? We do a lot of activities, most of them ranging in gardening and helping our garden grow. And we also do lots of fun projects like dream catchers and dream pillows. Uh, we also do outside cooking. We make natural lip balms and natural soaps and a lot of fun things that involve nature. What is your favorite plant in the garden? My favorite plant would have to be the herbs because they make everything taste so much better. Thank you. How many plants do you grow in your garden? Here in our campscape garden, we probably have about over 50 different varieties of plants and herbs. What do you enjoy most about campscape? I enjoy the campers coming and helping me garden. Um, how many? different planters are there? There are six triangles which form a Star of David and then there are four rectangles that surround our star. Do you use the um, the herbs that you grow here in um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Unfortunately I don't produce that much but when we do cook in campscape in our outside kitchen I always use the stuff that we grow here in campscape. Do you plant everything in campscape? With the help of the campers everything gets replanted every season although there are some things that the winter will freeze back and it will pop back up before we get here. How, how often do you come to campscape during Hofesh? Hofesh is open about two to three times a week. 
uh, at Campscape for everyone to come and do things like rainbow looms and reading or helping me garden. And then usually if everyone has done an awesome job, we end with delicious lemonanas. What have you what have you planted the most of? We plant the most of mint and lemon because that seems to be campers' favorites and they love to add them to their waters in the morning. So I always make sure I have a fresh bunch of lemon and mint. How long have you had this garden? The garden has probably been at Campscape, started by Lauren Zeichner. I would say about 30 years now, give or take. It's always good to see people curious about areas of camp. Campscape's one of those programs that uh, Elise describes, and I definitely agree, is probably the most underrated part of camp. It isn't just doing gardening. You're doing a bunch of stuff in the garden. Uh, if you have a kid who you think that appeals to them and they're at camp, encourage them to sign up for Campscape. It's a really, really fun program. And uh, when we have, we just hire the best specialists for it, and they always do such a good job. It really is one of those things that I don't know what camp would be like without it. Gab Coleman has seven wonderful programmers, each working their hardest to make wonderful evening programs. And I like to highlight one of those evening programs each week. This week, Sophie did something legendary here at Camp Coleman. They had Gaga for Gaga night. So let's get right into that in something I like to call the evening program spotlight. Welcome to Super Gaga for Gaga night. I just wanted to go over a few rules. One, the ball, you get out if the ball hits you from your knees and under. You may only hit the ball once, and if someone else touches it, or if it hits the wall, you may touch it again. All right? If someone catches your ball, you are out. We are doing a red versus blue versus yellow versus green game for half the time. The second half, we are doing all for one. Sitting here with Corey Dolgen, the programmer for Sophim and the organizer of this year's Gaga for Gaga night. So Corey, for all the parents at home, can you first explain what Gaga is? Hi, so Gaga is a sport that is played at camp. And basically what you do is it's kind of like dodgeball, but there's only one ball and you're in a huge circular pit. And what you need to do is you need to hit the ball, and if it hits another person's knees and under, then they are out. And the last person standing wins. Sounds very fun. And what makes Gaga for Gaga Night different than typical Camp Gaga? So for Gaga for Gaga Night, um, obviously the word inside the sport Gaga is a name of a celebrity, Lady Gaga. So what we do here at camp is we do Gaga for Gaga Night, and we all dress up in crazy clothing, uh, listen to Lady Gaga, and we play Gaga. And um, the difference between regular Gaga and this Gaga is we do super Gaga for Gaga night. So instead of playing in small ball pits, we play in the hockey pavilion. So are there any surprises that uh, campers can expect later on in the night, or is it pretty much just the big, the big ring? Some surprises that'll be happening later in the night is um, usually in regular Gaga, there's only one ball, but we have five balls. So the campers must be aware that there will be five balls in the Gaga pit that they must stay away from and not get hit by. 
Gaga for Gaga Night, it is a keystone program. So what kind of pressure is on you to make a program that stands up with the Gaga for Gaga Nights of old? Uh, so usually in the past, the Gaga for Gaga Nights that, that have happened already are in the old Gaga pits. Uh, we do ours in the Hockey Pavilion. And something new that we're doing this year is uh, we created four teams, red, yellow, blue, and green. Our unit is about uh, taking care of our community, self-family, and community care. So in this unit, it's important to uh, mix the kids around so that they can be a part of different teams, uh, meet new friends. And um, tonight we mix the campers around so that they can all be on different teams and they all have to work together as a team to accomplish a certain goal. And that's what we did tonight in Gaga for Gaga is breaking up the campers into four teams so that they can work together using teamwork to win Gaga. So which, how many Gaga for Gaga nights have you experienced? Three. This is my third. Four, five, probably about four. This is my first one. In my day, probably around eight or so. This is my third. This is my first. Two. I think this is the second or third. This is, I think, my fifth. And uh, among all the Gaga for Gaga nights, where where does this rank for you? Probably top five. I think this is my first on my list. It's pretty fun. It hasn't finished, but I'm already probably going to rank it as my best. Oh, absolutely number one. Shout out to Corey Dolgen. Like, what do you think makes this one so special? The teams. The teams really bring a whole new dynamic to the game that I really never thought of before, so I really appreciate that. And uh, what do you like so much about Gaga for Gaga Night? Well, I like how they added in more than one ball this year and that it's like a team free-for-all. So it's team versus team versus team versus team. So I really like um, how people dress just crazy and it's just fun. Um, dancing. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. Like everyone's having a great time. We're dancing, playing Gaga. This is, this is podcasting. We don't we don't see things. Oh, no, that, yeah, I know. I wish you could see it. Let's describe it with our words. Yes. Um, a lot of dancing going on. Fun. Laughter. Laughter is one word I would use to describe the night. And that'll do it for this episode of Coleman Weekly. I have been your host, Samuel Pillay. As always, this podcast is produced and edited by me. And our camper podcast should be coming out really soon. So look out for an update from camp about that so you can tune in to all the awesome podcasts our campers have been making this summer. Just to give you a sneak peek, we have a sports podcast, a video games podcast, a interview with leadership podcast, and we just had another rotation of kids, so we have even more great ideas coming to you from all across camp, from all different types of campers. Cannot wait for those to see the light of day. I'm really proud of what these kids have been putting together. So that'll be it for this week. And if you want to learn more about Camp Coleman and what we do, please go to campcoleman.org.